Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. Welcome to Feet to the Fire. It is Friday Follies, and this is your host, Sergio Fassa. Going to get as much in today as possible, but starting with this breaking news from the post-millennial. The second batch of classified documents that we heard about yesterday from Joe Biden, held by President Joe Biden, was discovered, here we go, very, very safe, under lock and key, under the highest security. You need an eye scanner to get through the... uh, multiple feet thick steel door and fingerprint scans and a a uh, secret government password. That's right. Discovered in Joe Biden's garage. The garage of one of his Delaware homes next to his Corvette. Look at that. It's <laughs> just the elitism here. He has many Delaware homes. He's got a Corvette parked in one of them and then federal classified documents sitting next to it. I mean, it sounds like a Banana Republic dictator. I got my sports car, my government docs, ladies in the back seat. What is going on? In his defense, Biden told reporters the garage was locked. (laughs) Great. You know, Joe, we all lock our garage. We do. We actually all shut the door and lock our garage. But we don't have classified documents in our garages. The residents are in residences are in Rehoboth Beach and Wilmington, Delaware. The White House says, though, don't worry. It is fully cooperating with the Justice Department. So Peter Ducey is grilling from Fox News, grilling Biden in a press conference. Classified materials next to your Corvette? What were you thinking? Biden says, of course, my Corvette is in a locked garage. Okay? That's the defense. The postmonial article says this almost in a snarky way as well. When documents were known to be at the home of former President Donald Trump, the FBI raided his Mar-a-Lago residence in August. It is unclear if Attorney General Merrick Garland is considering a similar course of action here. Love the sarcastic tone. Why is this coming out now? Well, some have suggested, as I suggested yesterday, it's to get ahead of GOP congressional investigations that are forthcoming. Others say it's to set up dumping Joe Biden on the premise that, hey, Trump and Biden both broke the law and had classified documents. Neither one of them can run for president. We need new candidates altogether, paving the way for the Democrats to get a better candidate than, say, oh, I don't know, a senile old man who can't concentrate or speak in public. Oh, and we're all supposed to believe, by the way, that's, that's been going on for years now. He has a stuttering problem, so you can't make fun of his senility. He's never had a stuttering problem. In like 80 years. Now he can't talk because he's going senile, but we have to call it a stuttering problem. And if you mock it or point it out, you're making fun of disabled people. Unbelievable. And the key difference that no one wants to talk about is that Trump was president POTUS when he had the doc, when, when concerning the documents that he had, which gives him executive power over it. And Biden was vice president, which means a lower official of the executive branch. He did not have the prerogative over classified documents. And as I said, elitist anyone? 
Just the story is great. Corvette in one of his many Delaware homes. And Biden and the left, classic class class warfare. He lectures us on hardworking Americans, working class Americans, and Biden's ad- advocacy against the rich on our behalf. And yet, he's hiding documents next to his prestigious sports car in one of his many mansions. And I think, wasn't he a long way back when, um, maybe when the Obama administration was going after the Second Amendment, he was the one, I think he said, or maybe his wife, or he was talking about his wife, who said, if somebody's coming over to your house to get you to uh, invade your house, you know, a criminal, you can, why do you need all these guns? Why do you need all these big guns? Just go out on your front porch and shoot your shotgun into the air. All you need is one bullet and a shotgun, something like that. Something totally ridiculous. Yeah, because we have multiple homes with armed security and a giant porch. And, and we can shoot shotgun, a shotgun in the air. And, and that'll, that'll be enough for us plebes to defend our homes. It's ridiculous. All you need is your, your Corvette, your mansion, and your shotgun and some classified documents. And you'll be safe. It reminds me, I was thinking about this. It reminds me of the scene at the end of the movie, The Jerk, starring Steve Martin. You remember that movie? Don't go watch it if you haven't seen it. But it reminds me of the ending scene. Steve Martin from The Jerk lost all of his fortune. And as he's leaving his mansion, he says, he doesn't need any more money or anything, any of this stuff. All I need is my, and then he grabs something. All I need is my, my, my bathrobe. He's in his bathrobe. All I need is, and all I need is my bathrobe and this one lamp and, and my favorite ashtray and and my and he starts collecting things and he's hoarding all this stuff that's joe biden all i need is my corvette and my shotgun and my and my one bullet and my two delaware mansions that's all i need my two delaware mansions and my corvette and my shotgun and my one bullet and my my classified documents that's all i need my corvette my shotgun my bullet my two delaware mansions my classified documents and my dementia pills and my gas stove. That's all I need. That's it. When you're an elitist like Joe Biden. By the way, speaking of gas stoves, that's right. Ob- Biden gets to, I almost called him O-Biden, Obama, Biden. Biden gets to have a gas stove, but us plebes do not. The Biden administration mulls declaring war on stoves. That was out this week. The Biden administration, uh, from the Consumer Product Safety Commission, says that gas stoves emit harmful pollutants and referenced other reports claiming to link gas stoves to respiratory illnesses, cancer, and more. The CPSC released a statement. They haven't proposed any regulatory action yet. Oh, dear. Oh, goodness. We're safe. They haven't proposed it yet, the nanny state, but we might take away your gas stoves. We might propose regulatory action. And that said this, agency staff plans to start gathering data and perspectives from the public on potential hazards associated with gas stoves and propose solutions to those hazards later this year. Regardless, they're leaving the potential of an outright ban on the table. That's the nanny state. We might take away your gas stove, so we haven't yet. You can still have your candy and your toy, but we might take it. And we're supposed to sit there and grovel. As I've said so many times behind this microphone. Oh, thank you, sire. Thank you, good sir, that we can keep our silly little gas stoves in our tiny kitchens. But if you say so, we'll move over to just cooking over wood in the middle of our kitchen. We'll, we'll burn firewood in the middle of our kitchen and cook up porridge over it. It's, it's disgraceful. 
that articles can even be written like this and we take it seriously. By the way, AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the moron Democrat from New York, tried to score social media points. This is from the same article. Said gastos were linked to brain damage. Mocking Ronnie Jackson, Republican, for opposing a ban on gas stoves. But what's funny is, AOC has videos of herself cooking on a gas stove. So once again, liberals epitomize the definition of obtuse, hypocrisy, completely disconnected from reality. Here we go. More from Friday Follies. And then hopefully we'll have time to announce the Flamethrower Award. Washington Examiner, more Americans identify as Republicans than Democrats. That's, that's a new development statistically. Right. But we lost in 2020. And we lost in 2022. And I'll throw in 2018, too, for good measure. Trump, the most popular president and politician in human history. And there's now statistically more Republicans than Democrats, but... Nothing to see here. We keep losing elections. Even though we had, we won the, the popular vote in the most recent midterm elections by 6 million plus. Daily fetched. Democrats seek national apology for slavery as the legacy lingers heavily in the U.S. Apology for slavery? Are you, it's 2023. That was like 160 years ago. And didn't we issue an apology? Isn't it called the Emancipation Proclamation? How about three Civil War presidents, uh, amendments? Three Civil War amendments, the 13th, 14th, and 15th. How about a dead president, Lincoln, who got assassinated over slavery? How about the highest death toll of any American war? That was called the Civil War, the war between the states. No, I don't think so. I don't think an apology is necessary. I think it's been given. Daily Wire. USCS, out in California, the School of Social Work bans the word field because it's racist, apparently. That's right. Have you ever applied, aspired to be the best in your field? Did you ever refer to doing a job outside of the office as field work? I'm reading from the Daily Wire. This is uh, from the School of Social Work at USCS. Specifically, I guess that, what is that? The University of Southern California... U.S., U.S., yeah, U.S.C., I'm not sure, a California university. Specifically, we have decided to remove the term field from our curriculum and practice and replace it with practicum, more political speech. This, this is so effeminate. This is so effeminate. That's the only word I can use on the air. Language can be powerful, they say, and phrases such as, quote, going into the field or, quote, fieldwork may have connotations for descendants of slavery and immigrant workers that are not benign. So you can't say field because it hurts people's feelings. Something tells me, I don't know, a female administrator is behind this. I'm just guessing, wild wager, that it's a chick that came up with this. I could be wrong. Or a neutered male. Just the news. New Jersey has the worst fiscal health in the nation. That's right. Our home state of New Jersey, billions of dollars in debt, not enough money to cover bills. The 13th straight year New Jersey's been ranked last in the nation. An individual taxpayer burden estimated at nearly $59,000, the highest total for any state in the nation. 
And that is thanks to the reckless spending of Democrat Governor Phil Murphy's administration, adding billions of local pork in the state budget. Next, Fox News. Democrats vote against a bill requiring medical care babies born alive after abortion attempt. Medical care for babies born alive after abortion attempt. Listen to this. These people are sick pigs. I have no other word. It's not, they're Nazis, worse than Nazis. Nearly every House Democrat on Wednesday, 210, voted against legislation that would require immediate medical attention for babies who are born alive after an attempt was made to abort them. Democrats said the bill would interfere with families' medical decisions. That's right, so you attempt to kill a human by ripping it out of the womb. The baby, the human, survives, and Democrats say, nope, don't give it medical attention. Let it squirm and suffer and then die on the table like, like an animal, like a blob. It's, it's sick. It's, there's no words because of medical decisions. The House passed the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act, which says any infant born alive after an attempted abortion is a, quote, legal person for all purposes under the laws of the United States. Doctors would be required to care for those infants as a, quote, reasonably diligent and conscientious health care pr- practitioner would render to any other child born alive. Only one Democrat voted for it, good for him, and one voted present, also a gutless, neutered Male, because you don't have the guts. I'll vote present, because I can't vote for it. How about this? Mexican president praises Biden for not building a border wall, even when conservatives don't like it. That's right. Can you believe this? Here is Lopez Obrador, the president of Mexico, in a joint press conference with, with Biden. Listen to this. You, President Biden, you are the first president of the United States in a very long time that has not built even one meter of wall. And that, we thank you for that, sir. Although some might not like it. Although the conservatives don't like it. How about America's don't like it, dingus? But there you have a president of a foreign nation. Thank you for leaving your nation defenseless and not building a wall. We praise you. Can this be any more obvious and transparent? It's hysterical. He thanked Biden for maintaining, quote, a relationship of cooperation with Mexico and for not subjecting Mexicans who, quote, live and work in a very honest fashion in the United States to harassment. Yeah, Mexicans and uh, illegal immigrants who work in a very honest fashion by honestly breaking sovereign law, national law, crossing the border of a sovereign nation, but it's honest work. Outrageous. And this stuff can be said in public and no one laughs these people off the podium and out of the room. We are running out of time. New York has legalized human composting of dead bodies because it's more environmentally friendly. So next time you're eating vegetables in a New York City restaurant, it may have been grown in a garden soiled with the remains of dead people. That is awesome. We are out of time. Let justice roll down like waters, American righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. I've got a few more Looney Tune leftist news items to get to. Hopefully we will next week. And the Flamethrower Award this week has got to go to, I mean, so many good choices. But I think it's got to go to the president of Mexico for having the guts to say, hey, you're the best president ever for leaving your nation defenseless. See you next week.